Welcome to Gal Pals Watch. I'm Sarah. And I'm Alicia. And this is a podcast where we talk about queer lady movies inclusively defined. Inclusively defined. Mm-hmm. Speaking of inclusive, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about the brand new 2019, sparkle, December sparkle, 2019 sparkle, movie. Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle. <laughs> By the way, um, happy holidays. And we're talking <laughs> about season, is it Seasons of Love or Season? Just Season. Okay, Season of Love. That mm-hmm. makes sense because it only takes place during one season. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I thought it was Seasons of Love for a long time because I love Rent. Oh, right. Um, that's what, yeah, that's probably why exactly. I thought that too. <laughs> so that's been in like, you know, my purview. I don't even know if I'm using that correct. <laughs> For like over a decade. Yeah. So I'm like, see, like the whole week leading up to mm-hmm. seeing this movie, I just kept singing Seasons of Love in my head, knowing full well it's season. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. well, Season of Love. Season of Love, which is a queer holiday rom com. Yeah. In the vein of like love actually like that level of cheese Mm -hmm. but it's like real gay instead of being really not gay it's hella gay yeah because love actually is not at all and um (laughs) it's also not very good i watched it recently after having been obsessed with it for like a decade really well that's so funny i used i don't know like when i was in high school i thought it was adorable exactly And then I watched it recently, and I was like, this does not hold up. Yeah, there's a lot of parts that I know are problematic. Oh, my God, so much. And then you notice it so much more. Like, You're like, oh, this suddenly became, like, really cringy. Yeah, it's like, oh, I used to think this was funny. Oh, shit. Or, like, I used to think this was romantic. Right. And it's like, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. (laughs) There wasn't very much of that in this movie. Oh, we should say, this movie is available for streaming on Telefilms. T-E-L-L-O. Yes, Telofilms. Which we have not talked about before very much, at least. I know that you have a subscription. I do, yeah. Um, I'm going to get one because, well, basically it's all queer content on mm-hmm. there. Um, Focused on women. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, women, queer, queer women content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which is fantastic. Um, yeah. And this is one of the film's... That has come from that, mm-hmm. um, I guess, production company? I'm not really sure what they are. Yeah, they're like a streaming service and production company, because mm-hmm. I think they like collaborate with a lot of people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we got invited to the Seattle screening of this movie, which was really Super cool. Super fun. Yeah, it was so fun. Yeah. It so was... many gay people in one room. <laughs> um, and it was really interesting because, um, you know, I've been really busy, so I didn't necessarily look much up about this movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also like to go into experiences not having any expectations. So I won't be, like, you know, disappointed. Right. Um, But based on all the movies that we have seen before from, Mm -hmm. um, you know, smaller budget productions, I expected it to be, you know, kind of bad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And it... Really delivered. It was super good. Yeah. Um, there are, you know, so many cheesy, campy mm-hmm. parts yeah. that it doesn't take you... itself too seriously, which like yes. makes it appealing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there are so many like slow mo scenes where they're like <laughs> playing the music and someone is like, you know, um, moving their hair or yeah. just like, 
you know, very... It's like the Beyonce 80s. thing with, like, the, the <laughs> fan. <laughs> There's a lot of that. And yeah. it's so incredibly funny. And that's what I love about this movie is that it doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so cute. And there's so many lesbians in it. <laughs> it's almost so all many. lesbians. There's yes. one main character who's bisexual. Mm-hmm. Um, explicitly bisexual. Mm-hmm. Using the word bisexual. Yes. <laughs> which is also a thing that doesn't happen very often. Correct. Um, and then there's like a relationship between... a. Um, what was her name? It was the tall one that we like recognized from something else, and then yes, you... her name is Lou. Lou. Mm-hmm. Do you in remember the, the actor's name? She. Her name's Jessica Clark, and she was in another movie that we watched that I forget what it was. I don't know if we actually reviewed. Oh, it maybe here. we didn't watch it. I've definitely watched it. I don't know if we reviewed it because I, I can't remember. <laughs> but, and I don't really like the movie. Um, what movie is it? Um, it was called The Perfect Ending. So maybe oh, we yeah, did watch. No, I'm pretty sure we, we did. did. We because did. Because I recognized her, too, so I must have seen that movie, and I wouldn't yes. have watched it if we didn't watch it for this. And she in that movie was very, like, melodramatic, and mm-hmm. holy crap, is comedy, like, her wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. She is so incredibly funny in this movie. Yeah. I was just dying. <laughs> yeah. I also liked how, um, so there was also a deaf character. Mm-hmm. Uh... Her name's Kenna, yep. played by uh, Sandra May Frank. Yeah, I really liked her. She Me too. Was, and uh, she and her roommate, whose name I also forget, um, they're both gay. He's a gay man, and she's a queer woman. And they have, like, this really funny banter that's always going on. I think it's Charlie. His yeah. name's Charlie. Okay. Um, yes, they are super funny. He is her interpreter. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, they're roommates mm-hmm. and and they're best friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they are just so incredibly goofy together. Yeah. I remember at one point, um, you know, there one of the conflicts in the movie is that Lou actually hates them. Well, she starts out <laughs> in the beginning because she doesn't realize that like um, that Kenna can't hear her. So like when mm-hmm. she they're they're neighbors. Yeah, um, and. Charlie has, like, a lot of loud sex, and so that bothers her. And she just assumes at first, because they live together, that they're a straight couple having loud sex. Yeah. And, like, that annoys her because she can hear it in her apartment. And then, like, when Kenna doesn't hold the door or the gate open for her when she's, like, shouting after her to please hold the gate when her arms are full. Yeah. Um, she thinks that they that they don't like her. Yeah. But it's really just that, like... Kenna couldn't hear her. Yeah. <laughs> and when she realizes that, she's like, oh, fuck. Um, and then immediately falls in love with her. Well, she had a crush on her to begin yeah, with. In the be- yeah, from yeah. The, from like, the get-go. second she saw her. Yeah. Which was one of those slow-mo scenes again. Yeah. There's a lot of Beautiful. good ones with Kenna, actually, because she's a welder. <laughs> oh, yes. And there's this, she ends up working for um, Lou, who is opening a brewery on New Year's Eve mm-hmm. and needs some welding work. And... So Kenna ends up working for her and, like, does all this welding. And then, like, she takes off her helmet. She's all sweaty. She, like, takes off her coveralls. She looks really hot and gay. Yeah, it's all, like, very much, like, Jennifer Beals and Flashdance. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They started playing, like, a similar type of song. If it wasn't the actual song, I don't think it was the actual song because that would take a 
a lot of money to do. Yeah. Um, but it was very much in that same vein, which I was like just dying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was good. Um, um, but it's really sweet because like Lou starts to learn sign language and she kind of like messes up some of the words and she says like bitch instead of beer or something mm. at one point and stuff like that. But um, I don't know. Kind of yeah. just takes it in stride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was really, really cute. It was very cute. And um, we were lucky enough at the screening to um, meet the director. Mm-hmm. Um, Christine. Christine Baker. Yeah, she um, which was amazing. And one of the things she said, <laughs> like she had a short Q&A afterwards, was that she really didn't feel like those jokes were going to land. The, the um, deaf jokes? Yeah. yeah. And I thought... It, they were like some of the funniest ones um, mm-hmm. because it's that you know miscommunication you know kind of um, yeah. slapstick almost <laughs> comedy yeah. which I I really like yeah um, and yeah. it's cool that it's like I don't know it was treated as like another language which it is yeah like it didn't it wasn't treated as like this you know how sometimes in mm-hmm. other older things. It's treated as, like, a disability or, like, um, yeah. I mean, in a way, it's a disability just because we live in a world built for hearing people. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it was just, like, not, it was it not, like, a bad thing. It was just, like... Yeah, it was almost like a, it was, once it was all sorted, mm-hmm. that kind of was deaf, mm-hmm. part of the deaf community, and Lou didn't know that <laughs> when she figured it out mm-hmm. it like became a total non-issue anymore mm-hmm. and Lou was like okay like I have to learn sign language yeah um especially That's kind of like speaking of love actually I mean there was that whole storyline where Colin Firth's character tried to learn Portuguese or whatever oh to like go after that woman that he fell in love with interesting do you remember that uh I've only seen love actually like twice oh okay and it was a long time ago yeah and it was like well, there was a, a lot of creepy deal. stuff about that storyline. <laughs> this this storyline wasn't creepy. It was just like cute. yeah, it took it took the creep out of it. Yeah. Um. So that's like one of the yeah. storylines. Yeah, we've got um, several threads. Yeah. So all these threads eventually, like, they are all connected, mm-hmm. um, and eventually everyone kind of like comes together and is more entangled so we sh- yeah. sh- could say <laughs> just <laughs> like true lesbians <laughs> yep. or whatever queers <laughs> um so lou is friends with mardu mm-hmm. no no lou is friends lou is friends with um the other person who mardu iris iris yeah yes so, so lou is iris is iris. about to get married to mardu's brother in the theo. beginning theo uh, and he disappears on their on wedding their day. On their wedding day, so rude. Theo is so rude. Like, in a way, he kind of became a sympathetic character, but, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, not really in my mind. In a way, I like how... And it's a really hard balance to do mm-hmm. when you have a queer woman movie mm-hmm. and there is a cis dude in it. It's mm-hmm. really hard to kind of straddle that line of okay he is gonna have to be the bad guy yeah but not having him not having all cis dudes be the bad guy i guess yeah um well i think in these types of movies yeah 
Um, and he and Mardu had a pretty good relationship, yeah. which went a long way to, like, redeeming him. Yeah. I just think it's so shitty to, like, that day, you know, like, right before. Yeah. To say, like... To be like, oh, peace out, I'm gone. Yeah, just, can't. like, disappear. <laughs> yeah, I'm going on a business trip. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, part of it, uh, I really liked Mardu and Theo's... Um, brother and sister relationship because Mm -hmm. I felt like he was really able to express himself to her but it made me upset that he couldn't do the same thing to his uh, fiance which is obviously why he decided not to get married (laughs) and in the end they actually did have a good conversation about that Iris and Theo um, and they kind of like came to a peaceful resolution yeah Amicable um, resolution. The one thing that I really hated about Theo was he was one of those, like, he reminded me of a guy from, like, the 50s or 60s who was like, take care of my wife. She needs, like, yeah. taken care of or my girlfriend or whatever. Right. Um, basically, he just kept saying, take care of Iris, take care of Iris. Like, saying she that need- to Mardu. Yeah, to Mardu. Yeah. Like, she needs you right now. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, Mardu, like, she has a... She's she has a great job and clearly could mm-hmm. like take the time off whenever she wanted to, but it was like, no, why is this anyone's responsibility? Yeah. Like she's not a kept woman; she doesn't need taken care of. Yeah, but that was know? kind of the narrative they lived within, like this yes. very traditional thing, and she lived within it too. Um, Iris, Iris, yeah, yeah. But um, Mardu changed all that. <laughs> so yeah, they that have, was a slow burn. That was real good. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good, yeah. I mean, I you, really liked Mardu's character a lot. Me too. I think she's... Also just because she was she's really also, nice to look at. She's also so beautiful. Yeah. Uh, played by Lore Allen. Um, I'll have to look her up and see what else she's in, because she, I want to see her do other things, too. Yeah, she's super talented, cute. Mm-hmm. Um, Mardu's character is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I want to date Mardu so bad. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> There's not a lot of people out there I want to date, but I would date her. <laughs> She's just, like, so understanding and kind and gentle, which is exactly what Iris needs during mm-hmm. this time. Um, but she also really pushes Iris mm-hmm. to be like, no, like, fuck that. You yeah. need to, like, tell me how you actually feel. Mm-hmm. And let's, like, don't don't hide anymore. Yeah. Um. And she kind of helps Iris, like, find her own confidence again. Exactly. Which is cool. Yeah. And from that confidence, Iris, you know, she really becomes a new person. Mm-hmm. Um, and gets major hard eyes for Mardu. Uh, duh. <laughs> like, you'd have to be dead. I know, right? <laughs> Any human with a pulse would. Um, yeah, so obviously Iris is like, yeah, totes in love. Yeah. So... Um. Listeners, you could probably guess where that goes. Yep. <laughs> it's nice. not a big secret. No. It's pretty clear from the beginning where it's going to go. Yeah. But it's still a slow burn. It's such a nice slow burn. Yeah. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we have... Um, Janie and Sue. Janie and Sue. And yeah. Sue is played by Dominique Provost-Chockley, mm-hmm. who plays Waverly Earp in Winona Earp. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is also queer in that... I don't know if she's queer in real life or not, but whatever. It doesn't matter. She's good at playing gay. So I was going to say, she's one of the main, like, love interests in Winona Earp, right? Like, she's Winona. Winona's sister. Okay. So, and she's um, with Nicole Hot, who is the okay. 
cop. Okay. And, well, Got it. Because I don't watch it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's one of those that's on my list, um, my very long list. Um, but I was really surprised when um, I found out that she was in Winona Earp because that's a big deal to lesbians. I know. <laughs> she is, like, very much iconic in, like, lesbian culture right now, yeah. I feel like. Um, so I think it was kind of a huge thing also for, and Christine was talking about this in her Q&A, for them mm-hmm. to get her yeah, to be in the movie. Um, and I think also, like, it seems like she does a lot of stuff because she wants to. Like, she kind yeah. of chooses passion projects. So exactly. um, that probably also had something to do with it. Because they did say, Christine said that they had a very low budget. Yeah. So I'm sure she made a lot less money on that than, like, in Winona Herb, for example. Exactly. They did a ton of, like, crowdfunding for this mm-hmm. movie. So, um, yeah, these, the people that I feel like are in this movie really wanted to work for it mm-hmm. and really wanted to, like you said, Passion Project mm-hmm. is something that um, needed to be out there and all of these people believed in it, which mm-hmm. was wonderful. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Janie and Sue's storyline? I thought it was really interesting um, because they are younger than the other um, characters mm-hmm. in the movie. I would say they were probably like in their early 20s, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. Um, Janie is in the military, um, and I think this all takes place in like LA or something like that. It looks like LA. It, that's what it looks yeah. like anyway, with like palm trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like Janie is stationed there. Um, somewhere. And she's from there, so yeah. she's staying with her parents. Yeah, so she's able to stay with her parents, and she's able to... Um, she and Sue have been kind of, like, dating from a distance, long mm-hmm. distance. Um, and they've been on and off again because of it. Yeah. So, But they seem pretty serious about each other, especially because in the beginning, mm-hmm. Janie pulls out a ring to, like, show her mom, being like, I'm going to propose to Sue. But, yeah. like, at some point, not, yeah. like, today. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I kind of liked that she said that, because mm-hmm. she was like, I I know that she's my person, but I want to, you know, almost, like, make sure that, you know, everything's in the right place and everything's mm-hmm. in order, because they just kind of have seen each other for the first time in, I think, two years or something yeah. like that. Some, and like, Sue's mom has been recovering from cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's been a whole thing for yeah. her. And she, like, Janie is a lot more well-off financially than Sue. Yeah, for And sure. Sue, like, is a musician, and she makes most of her money from busking. And mm-hmm. then also, like, she plays with a band yeah. of three women um, that they do. They busk, and then I guess they also do, like, gigs because they play bars and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and Dominique's super talented. Mm-hmm. Dominique. Well, Dominique is yeah. talented, but Sue is also very talented um, at playing the guitar and, and singing. singing. Um, but she doesn't like to sing very much, and well, it, she has a lot of anxiety. Exactly, around it. it comes out that she has a ton of anxiety, and you know, singing and being in front of audiences in that capacity. Right. She's really fine if she's playing it. the guitar in the background. Yeah. But like singing and playing the guitar and being like the center stage. She's not really cool with that. Yeah. But that's the thing that got me from, like, the beginning. Because she ostensibly is like this. But then, like, when 
she and Janie are out Christmas shopping, and Janie goes over to, like, buy some roasted nuts or whatever from the food cart thing. Sue just sits down in the middle of... She's in public. She's just, like, in (laughs) the middle of a bunch of people, like, in an outdoor mall area. And then she puts on her headphones... And starts singing. And starts singing. And I was like, if you aren't comfortable singing in public, then, like, why are you singing in public? Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That just didn't make sense to me. Yeah. But I understood it from a plot angle because they needed to have, like, the conflict comes between them when Janie's, like, she sees and hears Sue singing. um, And she thinks it's really beautiful, so she, like, takes a video on her phone. Mm -hmm. And then later she uploads it to the internet somehow thinking she'll make money off of it yeah which also didn't make sense to me because her whole defense like when she when sue got upset at janie for doing that was i didn't think it would go viral i didn't think you would get any attention from this and i'm like oh, then, that's right and then why that. did you Do like it. how on earth did you think that this was going to be like make her money then if it didn't go viral like yeah. None of that made sense to me. Yeah. That is really true. I did, yeah. I did kind of miss that um, plot hole. Or, yeah. Or at least Janie not really thinking things through. She, like, really didn't think that. No. She had no thoughts about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it also, like, plays into how young they're supposed to be, I think. Mm-hmm. I think and you're right. how idealistic Janie is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do think they're... You know, uh, Sue had to be anxious for about singing for the plot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that part of it was a little forced. I felt yeah. like, but um, yeah, that said, general, like they like, played off each other really well, super well, and like they had great chemistry. So. Everyone had really great chemistry. Yeah, that's with true. Their, Everyone did with their main um, like partner. I would mm-hmm. say their love main, interest. Yeah, love interest. Yeah. Um, so and with was, each other, like as friends. Yeah, which was yeah. really lucky. Which is really lucky, mm-hmm. as I'm sure, like a director and a producer to have. Yeah, that especially because they said they shot it in 14 days. 14 days, only 14 yeah. days. <laughs> that, Insane. And this is like a full length movie. Yeah. I forget how long it is, but it's like probably at least an hour and a half. An hour 45. There you go. Nice. Yep. Um, yeah, the movie has, I feel like, great chemistry amongst its actors it has great music mm-hmm. um and eventually you know dom does sing dom i keep saying dom whatever <laughs> both of them sue i love how you still call her dom even though you don't watch my own earth and you're like no. oh, everyone just calls her dom it's so yeah. funny um it does really fit her it does yeah like, super well even though because <laughs> like a, a dom is like a dominatrix and she definitely doesn't give off that vibe no she's like very Petite. <laughs> but she also looks like a Dominique, you know? Yeah, that's she's true. She's like, oh, petite yeah. French. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> she's English or something. I know, but just yeah. like the name. No, yeah, I um, know. But, yeah, Dom is like a, she's kind of, you know, she's kind of like rock and roll and gay, so obviously she needs a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of male-sounding or andro- androgynous <laughs> yeah. nickname. Um, but anyway, Sue does end up singing, and they do, um, she and Janie, you know, they resolve mm-hmm. their conflict. Um, but part of it, I, like, I bought it. I I get it. But mm-hmm. part of the plot, I felt like it just felt rushed. Yeah. Um, 
Maybe that's also the 14 days thing. Yeah. Because they also talked about wanting to do more that they didn't have time for. Yeah. Because I felt like the other two storylines really wrapped up well Mm -hmm. in the time that they were given. Mm -hmm. But I feel like Janie and Sue maybe didn't get enough time for me to um, become fully invested in their journey. Yeah. Um, So, and And of course... I wanted to hear Janie apologize. Like, in that conversation they had at the end, even though I think it's a good thing that, like, Janie listened... She didn't try and, like, speak over Sue, and she let Sue just, like, say her piece, which was good. But I still, like, wanted to hear her apologize. Yeah, you're right, because Janie was still in the wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and she... And it's didn't... implied that she felt really bad, yeah. and she, like, was sorry, but... And, yeah. yeah, Sue even says, you know, you're just going to apologize, mm-hmm. and we're going to say all the stuff we already know is going to happen, and I don't want to waste that time with you because I love you, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, but, which, like, also, say you're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which was, again, very sweet, but, yeah, yeah that kind of, like, uh, like, I'm not, yeah. I just, I don't know. I don't feel like I had enough time with them to, like, totally mm-hmm. feel it. Um, but what I loved, loved, loved is that they do not get engaged yeah. I loved that because if they got engaged, I'd be like, fuck this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, fuck this third of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really pleased that they didn't because it was not the right time. No. Um, they just had this fight and, like, they need to, like, clearly work things out. They're still so young. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, like, it was really realistic, yeah. honestly. Even though I didn't get a lot of time to, like, be with them to like feel it mm-hmm. or to identify with it too much. Um, I wouldn't I actually I wouldn't say that because I was also young and got married young. Um, so I guess I do I do identify with that part, but yeah. um, I guess you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I don't. I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, with the other two. Um, the other two couples, I was able to identify more with them, mm-hmm. with wh- where I am right now in my life. Yeah, yeah <laughs> for sure. Um, so I feel like it's really good to have a um, spectrum of age here as well. Yeah. I mean, it's either like 20s or 30s, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so not that big of a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that kind of... But there of... is a difference between your early 20s and like your 30s, for sure. Yeah, your late, sure. late 30s. Yeah. Some of these folks might be early 40s but maybe probably not though probably not <laughs> um but th- I thought it was funny because like Janie's parents also looked really young and oh I was like God. wait they're supposed to be her parents they look the same <laughs> I remember you, yeah, you like, <laughs> like when she went me. into her mom's um kitchen in the morning and she was like I, I just thought that was her sister I thought it was her roommate or yeah, something roommate yeah or sister and then she was like mom and I was like Mom, <laughs> she's not old enough. <laughs> You're not old enough to be her mom, like, technically. But <laughs> were you twelve? Yeah, um, yeah. In general, I just I really like this movie. I yeah, thought it, it was, was super enjoyable. I'm glad that it was as cheesy as it was, mm-hmm. and it really did bring the calm in the rom com mm-hmm. um, and the rom. It brought the rom. It brought the rom and the calm. <laughs> It's a, it's truly a rom-com. <laughs> it lives up to its rom-com name. Oh my god, totally forgot. What? They reference Carol in this movie. Oh yes, the that's the best part. I love that part. <laughs> so at one point, basically, uh, Kenna leaves her welder's gloves. Which at... you pointed out were not dirty enough to be welder's they're, gloves. They're pristine. <laughs> pristine. There's not a 
ounce of anything on that. <laughs> um, but she leaves them at Lou's Brewery. And mm-hmm. Iris is like, oh, my God, she caroled you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's she's waiting for a glove lunch. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, she upped it. She upped the gay level of it because it was her welder's gloves. It wasn't oh, yes. her, like, dainty lady gloves. No, dainty, fancy lady. Yeah. High-class lady yeah, gloves. Yeah, she's like, these are my welder gloves. Yeah. <laughs> so, it did. <laughs> and Lou totally takes it. Oh, yeah? And invites her to the Christmas party. Mm-hmm. And awesome yeah <laughs> it's really cute yeah so we kind of gave you like a an overview of like those relationships but mm-hmm. there's a ton of little things in this movie that mm-hmm. i feel like um are really great you know kind of like golden nugget moments yeah um that really make my heart happy mm-hmm. <laughs> um but most of all i loved how cheesy this movie was yeah. it was Exactly. It's exactly what I needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have a soft spot in your heart for holiday rom-coms, I know I have a lot of friends who are really into, like, Christmas prints and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. know all those Netflix ones that are, like, really just so boring. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I also get it. Um, this fills that niche, but for queer people who want to see queer things. Yes. And for straight people who want to see queer things. Just for anyone. Yeah. Like, wants a different kind of story. It's very good content. Mm-hmm. Approved. Yes. Stamp. Gal Pals Watch. Approved. <laughs> Approved. Stamp of approval. We have so many different ways to approve things. <laughs> um, any other thoughts? Mm. No, I don't think so. I would recommend watching this movie. And we'll put in the show notes um, links to Tello and where you can get this film yeah. on the internet. I also think it would be great to watch with a bunch of friends. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. Especially queer friends. Exactly. Right before the screening. That goes without saying. But <laughs> right before the screening, uh, the director, Christine, was like, feel free to be as audible as you want. Mm-hmm. Like, um, And she likes to hear that, you know, what people responded to mm-hmm. when it's in a big group setting. And, and I like that, too. Yeah. And yeah. There, there's a lot to, like, joke about out loud mm-hmm. at, in, at the screen. Um I made a couple of hand gestures a few times. Yeah, I think at one point I was like, how many times you made that gesture? You were like, I don't know, seven, eight? (laughs) It was scissoring. Um, (laughs) Which I just find funny. (laughs) Um, But yes, absolutely watch this movie. Yeah, We'll link it in the show notes. Mm -hmm. Um, And support more queer content. Yeah, if you have the means, I also recommend subscribing to Tello. They have Mm -hmm. a bunch of cool web series and... Um, yeah, I don't know. I like them. Yeah, I want to see um, Bridget McManus is in this one called Maybell. I believe it's oh, called. Oh, yeah. And I want to see that one. Yeah. Um, I'm not she's sure if funny. it's a movie or a I think um, it's a series. TV show. But, yeah, she's usually very comedic, and mm-hmm. I think this is a more serious role. So mm. um, I remember watching her vlogs on After Ellen, like, way back in the day. Oh, wow. Yeah. Back before After Ellen became total trash. Total turf territory. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck after Ellen. One time, I'm going to say this because, well, first of all, I don't think anyone of importance listens to this, but also I think it needs to be (laughs) called out. I pitched them one time to write something. um, I forget what it was, but I used the word queer, Mm -hmm. and they were like, we only use the word lesbian. We don't use the word queer. And I was like, fuck you. Yep. They were like, we only want women like lesbian women and I was like holy shit they straight up wrote this in an email to me yep 
I was um, like, never mind. I'm never going to pitch you again. Yeah. Those five. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate because it used to be a really fun I know. website. Who um, bought them? I forget. Well, first, like, MTV bought them. But then. Like, after that. After that, I don't know. Yeah. So, but basically when you go on their, like, website, it's all ads. And it's yeah. disgusting. Um, There's a writer who used to write for them named Trish Bendix. Yeah. Yeah. She's really rad. Yeah. She used to be their editor-in-chief. Yeah, that's right. Um, But when she stepped down, basically it all went to I hell. think she got laid off. Oh. Or maybe she quit in protest or something. Maybe. That might have been what happened, too. Yeah, but. there there have been, like, several writers on there. Heather Hogan started off on right. After Ellen. Love her. Yeah. So glad she's not there anymore. But yeah. <laughs> well, no one who gives a shit is there. Yeah. Because they're shitty. Yeah. Too exclusionary. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Um, this movie, thankfully, isn't. So yes. Check out Tello. <laughs> <laughs> but you were saying Bridget McManus used to vlog. Um, oh, yeah. After Ellen, when yes. it was still, like, a cool place. Yeah, and she would do um, interviews with queer people in... Like her bedroom. Oh, nice. <laughs> and they would just like wear pajamas and chat. That sounds I thought like that was fun. So they do a similar thing on Autostraddle now, um, but it's Kristen. Um, what's her last name? Her name's like all of her social media stuff is Kristen Noline, but she's one of the co hosts of Buffering the Vampire Slayer, that okay. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Kristen Russo. Yes. Yeah. She does stuff like that for Autostraddle now, mm-hmm. where it's like. Just sitting in bed. <laughs> Chatting. Um, talking about gay stuff. <laughs> Queer stuff. Yeah. Whatever. Super fun. Life. <laughs> Just life. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I'm going to subscribe to Tell right after this. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, thank you so much for listening. Um, please check out Season of Love. Yeah. Well, in the show notes, you can find some links. Um, and... You can email us mm-hmm. at galpalswatch at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at galpalswatch. Or on Twitter at galpalswatch. Yeah, dude. It's so easy. I just said dude. Yeah, peeps. It's so yeah. easy. Let's bring back peeps. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah. Happy holidays. Keep it holiday. <laughs>